The Provoke Podcast, brought to you by Provoke Media and produced by the international broadcast specialist, Marketeers. Provoke Media Podcast. I am Diana Marzalek. I am Senior Reporter with Provoke Media. Today we have Mikey Sadowski, who is VP of Communications at Intrepid Travel, which is one of the country's biggest adventure travel companies. Hello, Mikey. Hi, Diana. Great to be here. Nice to have you here. Um, I wonder if we could start a little bit with you explaining a little bit about Intrepid Travel, because you are not your everyday travel company. Um, you're an adventure travel company. You promote sustainability. You're a B Corps. Um, so there is a lot going on. <laughs> um, okay. And in this age and where our listeners are interested in purpose and sustainability and then the communications challenges that come with it, um, maybe we can just start with, um, you know, explaining a little bit more about what you are and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So Intrepid Travel is one of the largest adventure travel companies in the world, and we've been a leader in responsible travel for, for over 30 years. So we run over a thousand tours in a hundred plus countries on all seven continents, and each trip is, is truly designed to experience a local culture. So whether that's a you know, two-week food tour in India or a 10-day trekking trip in Patagonia, each trip is focused on small groups, so about 10 travelers, and each one is guided by a local leader who kind of knows the best local restaurants, local sites, and local spots to really ensure that you immerse yourself in the culture of a destination. Now, on that responsible travel leadership piece, that's also been kind of part of our ethos since the beginning. And we kind of recognize that when you travel in a more kind of local way, um, not only is it a better experience for the travelers, but it also creates a more positive impact for the communities that you're visiting. So. Uh, Intrepid Travel uh, in 2018 certified as the world's largest travel B Corp, similar to organizations like Patagonia and Ben and Jerry's, which means that we meet the highest standards of social and environmental performance and transparency. And that really comes to life on how our trips are designed to um, create as much positive impact on the communities while leaving as light footprint as possible on the planet. So I understand and totally appreciate the positive impact on the communities and you're supporting the probably many of these communities um, rely on the tourism, yet at the same time, tourism relies very heavily on fossil fuels. I don't tell you that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, just the very nature, I think it was you who said to me in our previous conversation, you know, you get on a plane and, and there you go, right? Yep. So how do you sort of reconcile that with sustainable tourism? What is sustainable tourism, given that you're going all over the world, presumably on an yep. airplane? <laughs> Yeah, so for us, we, we talk about sustainability as a lot as, as a pursuit versus our current state. And I think that's a really important thing in this environment of greenwashing and impact washing. You know, we're not here to, to pretend that travel is sustainable and the idea that travel can be sustained at its current rate, because the reality is the, the undeniable truth is that international flying and international travel does require fossil fuels and greenhouse gas emissions. So the really important thing is to kind of own that impact, but but really beyond that, um, acknowledge that there are, there is still a better way to travel and there are you know ways that you can travel and reduce your impact and give back. 
we speak a lot about this term as kind of the ROI on your emissions. And that's the idea, you know, that emissions are an inevitable part of travel, but what can you do to make your holiday have a better impact on the communities and the planet and travel in kind of a lower emission way possible when you go? So when you go on an intrepid travel trip, you know, we design our trips to have, you know, EV vehicles or train travel and alternatives to planes where possible. Um, we really try and stay in kind of smaller locally owned accommodations that have those kind of rigor around uh, environmental certifications and things like that. So, you know, when you compare this to, you know, a, a luxury holiday that's using lots of water and resources and it's very kind of carbon intensive. Intrepid Travel is very much designed to kind of leave that lighter environmental footprint, but really kind of dial up that positive impact on communities. Yeah, you're still the anomaly, correct? And the travel isn't in the travel <laughs> industry? <laughs> um, I mean, the, the idea for us is that, you know, we really don't think of climate change as a competitive advantage. And we know that there's nothing, you know, for our mission is kind of all for nothing. If we don't actually create change and kind of make more responsible, sustainable, carbon conscious travel, uh, a kind of a, the reality. So for us, we, have kind of for a long time been this seen as a pioneering leader in responsible travel, but we're increasingly seeing more and more companies becoming certified B Corp, making the commitments to the science-based targets initiative through the UN, and really kind of leading with purpose and impact, which which honestly really helps the movement in kind of making what was once seen as very niche, you know, responsible travel actually a more mainstream kind of form of uh, of travel. Which Lisa, I was going to ask the next question about where the larger industry stands on this. You, you you touched on it, but what are we seeing, or who are we seeing? Are we seeing, you know, big tour agencies or companies or cruises? Like, what are we seeing, um, taking note of sustainable travel and responsible travel? I mean, the issue is, and this is, I guess, for marketers as well. I think I think one of the the dangers of traveling right now and travel marketing is that I think we're seeing a lot of adoption on the words and less adoption of the work. And what you're starting to see a lot more is kind of these bigger airlines and bigger companies that are almost kind of virtue signaling or making it seem like they're doing really good for the planet and good for the world. And it's almost counter to the movement. So we're definitely seeing this adoption that there is customer demand for it. And now what we're seeing is we have to decipher who's genuinely committed to the work and who's just committed to making it sound like they're committed to the work. But you know, beyond that, we are seeing some, you know, really great, um, you know, there are some really great cruise advancements happening, you know, a company, Hudegruten, which is, you know, a, 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 you know, by by many would seem as a competitor, but they're doing amazing things in terms of sustainable cruising um, or more sustainable cruising, shall we say. And recently, an, another company, Oddly Travel, that just certified as a B Corp, which is another very large company that focuses more on kind of FIT and custom travel. So, you know, for us, like seeing these bigger companies adopting more, um, environmentally conscious and uh, community-led ways to travel is, is a very good and healthy thing for the industry. But it is creating that, that kind of opposite end where um, we do have to be really careful on greenwashing and impact washing as well. Well, and I also imagine, I don't know, you know, um, that the travel industry now, after going through such, taking such a hit in COVID and, and the years following, really want to gear people up just to go out on, a, on an expensive vacation or just a vacation. Um, I mean, I, I imagine that that's still where the mass marketing is. Yeah, I mean, the, the, there was certainly the, the pent up demand that, and it's amazing what we're seeing right now, you know, the, the prolific growth of intrepid travel back to you know, 2019 levels and above, which has been amazing. And um, But I think what we've also seen, and, and it's a really healthy thing in terms of like what the, the pandemic did from a customer behavior point of view is 
I think we really understood the the impact that we have as consumers and how our purchasing decisions impact. And it happened at a very local level, you know, when when everyone all over the world rallied to save their small businesses, to buy local, to find ways that they could really support, you know, these communities that do become the cornerstone and fabric of, of you know, the city that you live in and that you call home. And those values, the way that we're seeing travelers actually take that abroad and be like, oh, like, if I actually, you know, saw how important it was to support small local businesses in my hometown, I'm actually going to take these kind of principles and things that I've learned and kind of my reestablished relationship with consumerism and take that abroad and try to do as best I can to make a positive impact. So there is kind of been that effect as well, which I don't think too many people talk about. It's just that idea that uh, those the purchase decisions that we make really matter. And we are kind of seeing more and more customers seeking out those more, I guess, responsible um, decisions when they travel. So you're seeing people more seeking them out yeah exactly. I mean, like it's less mainstream so what are your um in terms of communications um first i know that you have created an ethical marketing guidelines and that is remind me is that for the travel industry or who is that for yeah so that's the ethical marketing guidelines essentially govern how intrepid travel as a branded business can become more inclusive to underrepresented communities but also how we can be more open and transparent and essentially just governs our marketing and communications to make sure that it's, um, again, in line with our values of trying to create a positive impact. Okay. And so it's not, it, it, do you share those with the larger industry? Yeah, we, we, I mean, we have it all publicly stated and it's shared openly. I think for us, that's a really important part of our impact work is, you know, sharing openly and not making these kind of claims without substantiating them and making them public. So if, you know, you just Google Intrepid's ethical marketing guidelines, you can see the entire program and how it all came to life and just showing how we're actually fundamentally changing the way we approach our marketing to be more inclusive. And you say more inclusive, but when it comes down to it, travel is still really expensive, right? Yes. Well, so how do you make travel more inclusive? I mean, so inclusivity is kind of obviously can take a lot of different shapes and forms. So I guess it might help to really talk about the genesis of the ethical marketing guidelines, which which could help provide context, certainly from a, a marketing and communication lens. So, I mean, in these the ethical marketing guidelines came to fruition um, in 2020, 2021. Um, and there was really kind of three reasons that we we decided to make them. One was our B Corp certifications. We spoke to that earlier. You know, these companies and brands that you see doing really effective kind of impact marketing, the bad Patagonias and the Ben and Jerry's, they're certified B Corps. And what certified B Corporations do is they provide kind of a roadmap for how you can be a more impactful brand. And one of the ways that they um, kind of evaluate that is on ethical marketing guidelines. So if you do have an ethical marketing guidelines and you actually do make considerations to be more inclusive in your marketing, you score better as a B Corp. And that was one thing that was important to us. The other big one was the um, supporting of the Black Lives Matter movement. So in 2020, Intrepid Travel, like many companies, publicly posted in support and solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement. But we were really, really mindful about not wanting to just exhibit performative allyship and just check a box. And we really had an important internal dialogue that if we're going to share publicly, you know, put post to Black Square and commit to being more inclusive to the Black community, we actually need to do the work. And so we undertook a large process. We brought in six consultants on a six-month contract to really, really look at how we can be more inclusive in our marketing and actually hold ourselves accountable to that with actionable KPIs. And then the final one was just our work, like we spoke about earlier, around the climate crisis and sustainability. And um, part of the ethical marketing guidelines really talks about openness and transparency and the idea that we need to work through 
some of these challenges that we have, but we need to commit to being open about it and give our travelers full visibility on how we're talking about some of these complex issues. So those three things were really kind of the genesis of us bringing these ethical marketing guidelines to life. Given the um, the focus of your um, agency in the adventure travel, are you in a way I'm, you know, preaching to the choir? Are you getting new people in that may not know about adventure travel, or are you still, you know, you're speaking to a niche audience? No, absolutely. I mean, we, and I think this is another thing with the with the ethical marketing guidelines as well. It's like we want to be um, speaking to a much more like broad and diverse group of travelers. I mean. For Intrepid, we have everything from two-hour trips to 200-day trips, you know, custom trips, individual trips, trips for small groups. We have trekking trips. We have cruising trips. You know, we have all these different types of trips that you can take. So we actually can speak to quite a large and, and broad range of travelers. But um, for us, it's just making sure that Intrepid and the brand that we project is one that feels and is genuinely um, inclusive for everyone. And, and we acknowledge that travel historically has kind of had that problem where it has been speaking to the affluent white wealthy traveler and has really made travel feel inaccessible or uninclusive and and we really wanted to come in with our positioning and our brand to be you know under this idea that travel genuinely is for everybody so are there particular initiatives marketing initiatives that come to mind um exemplifying that yeah i mean absolutely like you know last year we developed the very first intrepid travel trip that's dedicated 100 percent to black culture in america um, it's it's through the Gullah Geechee region in the American South and what we've been um, done from our marketing and promotion and having influencers and, and travel journalists and just these types of things where we, we never would necessarily have been developing our product. So that's certainly the evolution from the marketing lens. We also are, are doing um, this amazing new program. It's called the, the BIPOC Mentorship Trip. So Black, Indigenous, People of Color Mentorship Trip. Um, and it's focused on the influencer community. So we have a group of established creators through a partnership with a group called The Madness. And we have four to five established influencers from the BIPOC community that travel the world, promote Intrepid. But at the same time, we bring four to five up and coming BIPOC creators who may not have been given the same chances to learn from these creators, to learn new skills. And it gives them a platform to be able to grow their audience and community as well, um, which is really amazing. So the ethical marketing guidelines kind of do present themselves in not only the visual identity of the brand, our social media and our emails and our website and things like that, but also in terms of how we invest in our partnerships. And uh, hopefully if you go and look at Intrepid Travel on Instagram and you see on our website, you do get that sense of you know, creating positive change to the joy of travel, but also a really kind of diverse and inclusive brand as well. That's amazing. I, I'm scared to go on your Instagram because I've got like insatiable wanderlust in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hit all those sign me up buttons. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> but I'll be very ethical, very responsible. <laughs> Just one other questions. What, what, I mean, are you, have you run into particular challenges in, in, you know, communications challenges and reaching audiences and, showing them, you know, this other side of travel and other opportunities. I mean, these initiatives are great. What are the challenges that have come with them? Oh, I mean, there's been no shortage of challenges. And I think even just in getting started, like, you know, and I and I feel like for us, that was a really important thing as well. It's like needing to really get comfortable with the uncomfortable conversations. Um, you know, we knew when we were kind of tackling the idea of ethical marketing or inclusive and DEI that, 
this was going to be evolving work. This was work that was never necessarily going to be finished. But I think the barrier of trying to get it right actually was stopping us from getting started in the first place. So you'll see if you go to the ethical marketing website, it's a very clear disclaimer that like this is a non-exhaustive list and it's evolving and it's growing and it's not necessarily saying that we're going to get it 100% right in terms of our allyship with every single underrepresented community in travel. We set up an email accountability at intrepidtravel.com, which has been amazing because we get a lot of emails on people who are helping to tell us how we can be better and showing us places and areas that we're not really thinking about in terms of our inclusivity. So I think that was one thing where was just needing to really normalize progress over perfection and really not let the fear of like getting started stop us from starting at all. So that was kind of one thing that came to mind. And then just, of course, just like, you know, um, is the bridge of also marketing and um, like the product, like the promotion and the product, which I think is really important. And this is something that's really in like the organizational design of Intrepid, but something that I really tried to lead with our marketing team and our comms team, which is, you know, never let the words get too far from the work. And it's really important that our team works with our climate scientists, works with our product team, works with not just the email team and the marketing team and the digital team, but actually works with the people on the ground and in these countries around the world to really understand what we're promoting and what we're talking about, to really make sure that we're not just projecting this incredibly inclusive and diverse brand, but when the traveler actually books the trip and goes on it, they're actually getting that real experience. So it's making sure, I think one of the challenges is that we had to really grow our work to be a more inclusive brand, but internally I had to also champion a lot of work along with the team to make sure that the product, our hiring, and the actual internal ecosystem of Intrepid was also becoming inclusive and diverse at that same rate. Well, it's great. I um, really appreciate the work you're doing on all ends, supporting the communities, the local communities, and, and opening up travel. And uh, I appreciate you sharing your story with us. Um, everybody can go to your website now at, what is it, www.intrepidtravel.com? That, that's it. <laughs> and sign up. But um, again, appreciate it, and we'll be uh, happy to watch this evolve. Thank you so much, Dan. I really appreciate it. Take care. You've been listening to the Provoke podcast, brought to you by Provoke Media and produced by the international broadcast specialist, Marketeers.